Welcome to Business Talk Sister God. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we have Joel with us again for part two of our series on how to pay off student loans. Uh, we're going to give a brief recap uh, after Becca gives us a little plug for our Facebook page. <laughs> hey guys, if you have been working on paying off your student loans, you should totally share your story with us on our Facebook page, Business Talk Sister Gok. So you should check it out and like our page and hang out with us there. <laughs> Because then you'll get all the updates about when we have new episodes. Yeah. And if you didn't hear the first episode, you should go back and listen to that one, the one right before this one, because that's when we started talking about how Joel and I, as a married couple, paid off $120,000 in student debt. Mm -hmm. So this is part two of that. Um, we were working on 20 months. It was 20 months that we paid off 100000 of it. So we're going to keep going through different ways that we did that. Mm. So another um, one of the tips that we have for you in doing that is turning your habits into strengths. Mm. So if you really like shopping or if you're like Joel and you really like research or documentation, crafting, fixing cars, gardening, biking, foraging. I mean, there's so many things like <laughs> find out what your what your natural hobbies are and and turn them into something that can either make you cash or save you money. Mm. And um Joel does this all the time for me because I am not a researcher, but he is and we actually marriage tip you guys if you are married to a researcher or are thinking about getting married to one, I will tell you that you should say here's the thing research it and do not tell me until you're ready to buy it mm. because i am someone who wants to buy things like right when i hear about them and if he's not ready then it just takes forever because he'll research for six months at least but now that's his job like i make him research things <laughs> not for every investment though <laughs> i don't go out and research a two dollar item for six months <laughs> do we really we're need talking milk? like big you know bigger investments mm. but yes I do a lot of research. Okay, yeah. So he's really good at that. Like he, um, when we needed a car, because Joel's car was broken. Well, it was kind of broken, but it was more like we had paid more in fixing it than it was worth. So that's one of the, the tips we have on here is that a note on cars, you should figure out your car situation at the beginning of paying off your student debt because if you don't have a quality, reliable car, if it breaks down and you don't have the money to fix it, you could lose your job, right? So that that whole emergency fund part, having that $1,000 is really important, but set yourself up well by making sure that you have taken the the action to maintenance your car and if it's a car that's like you know what this is not really it's it's i bought it for 500 bucks and it breaks down every week and i money pit <laughs> yeah you're just putting money into it is not worth it you should be looking at trying to buy something that you can um not have to pay for repairs on all the time Tell us a little bit about the $1,000 emergency fund. We didn't really talk about that in the last episode. Yeah, so $1,000 emergency fund really is just, you know, if anything comes up that you're like, oh, well, this is going to need to be taken care of very soon, mm -hmm. um, such as car issues. Um, health stuff. Health issues. Your basement thing, starts leaking. Things <laughs> that happen in your house, yeah, that you just can't do without 
it being fixed. Mm. Um, those are the things that you do uh, need to save up for. Um, and so, I mean, part of those items just they just happen. I mean, mm-hmm. when when we were paying off for student loans, we ended up having to switch out our heating system because the city was um, forcing us to do that. Mm. Uh, we ended up having to get a new roof because our um, insurance company was telling us that we needed to get it replaced. Mm. Um, and then just car issues. So, I mean, those kind of things happen to all of us and we need to save up for those regardless of, of what our budget looks like. How did you decide together what would be considered an emergency item? So anything that is going to be detrimental in the long run and cost you more money than if you were to do it right now mm. um, is something that we really considered. So uh, with a roof, I mean, if we're, our house is uninsurable, if it burns down, then no one's going to pay us anything mm. for everything that was inside <laughs> of it, right? So we need to make sure our house is insurable. But on top of that, if our roof is not good, um, water can get inside, it can cause mold damage, and then our house is less valuable mm. and also not livable. Mm. So if it's going to cost thousands of thousands of dollars in the future because we put it off, we should do it right away. Mm. And um, those things are things that sometimes they drain all of your funds, but and then you have to save again and build your emergency fund back up to that $1,000, but it's important to do because if you don't have something in place, um, you you could be facing some, some issues and literally have nowhere to turn. So when you drain out your $1,000, then do you pause the debt payoff until you replenish that $1,000 again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to make sure that you always have $1,000. And if you drop below that, you got to make sure that you um, build it back up. Okay. Yeah, so when we were talking about turning your habits into strengths, okay, so I love shopping, but because I love shopping, I need to know how to turn that into a strength for my family. And so let me tell you guys about this magical program called rebates. I love them. (laughs) It's basically like how I would find a lot of stuff because rebates, if you you get good ones or you research them and take the time, which is something that I do enjoy researching, um, you can find stuff for free where you just basically buy it and then you turn in the receipt and a month later they send you your money back it's amazing <laughs> sometimes you have to pay tax depends on what it is so really do the math and see if it's worth it but that is literally how i paid for all of our christmas presents for like two years of our lives <laughs> becca and joel are basically the equivalent of the most hardcore fangirls of menards you have ever <laughs> met <laughs> okay but right now seriously everything is 11 percent off and they never have their rebate their other rebates mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine you know okay so with that um joel also said no we can't do anything else we can't um Okay, I'm making Joel sound like an evil person, but he really wasn't. <laughs> Joel's a great man. <laughs> He's so good. you need to tell us about the bathroom situation. Yeah. Yeah, so Becca kept coming to me and saying, we really need to redo the bathroom. I didn't, no, I it just, wasn't even a bath. Like, we needed a new bathroom. Mm, we needed a new bathroom in the basement. She mm-hmm. kept coming to me saying, yeah, we, we need to get a bathroom in, a base, in the basement. And I keep telling her, you know what? We have nothing in the budget to make room for that. That's not an emergency. (laughs) Even though it would be nice to have, it's not an emergency. 
And uh, so following that, she proceeded to do some research online and do some searching and found like a whole bunch of materials to build our bathroom in the basement. For free. Uh, all for, for free. free. <laughs> so okay. there were different construction sites that we had looked at um, f- that were just giving away lumber. To clarify, it was not stealing. They were actually getting rid of it. Okay, but like, let's just also clarify that um, this was the most time-intensive yeah. building project ever because they were just like getting rid of half walls. And we had to like tear off all the sheetrock pull out all the nails, disconnect everything, and then boom, you have yourself one two-by-four. <laughs> it took a really long time. Yeah. But we started building a bathroom for free. <laughs> <laughs> and people found out about it and were like, oh, hey, do you want this? Do you want this? And it was like, yeah, that was, that was yeah, fun to watch. That yeah, is a tip. Me. I'm going to tell you guys, okay, seriously, tell people that you are trying to pay off your student loans. Don't be afraid. Don't hide it. Because you know what? If you tell people, yeah, I got a lot of suit loads that I need to like pay off. I'm sorry. I can't do that right now or whatever. They're actually really respectful of that. Mm-hmm. And um, the fun thing about that too is if they're your friends, like good friends, and if they don't treat you like this, then maybe they shouldn't be friends you hang out with. But um, our friends would be like, oh, okay, you're paying off your student loans. You want to do something expensively. Cool. Well, let's find something that we can all do for really cheap. Or let's just go over to each other's houses and have dinner. I'll bring a dish. You bring a dish. And it was so great. Like, all of our friends were super supportive of that. And when I was like, yeah, I'm building a free bathroom because Joel won't let me spend any money. Suddenly, all of these people. And by the way, I tell people all the time, I love free stuff. And, and people just like now just go out of their way to tell me about free stuff <laughs> and it's so awesome like whenever there's any opportunity somebody's like oh becca i heard that such and such is getting rid of some tile do you want that i'm like yes i do <laughs> but i think we should add a caveat here that i would never consider you guys to be cheapskates like i think that you guys do take the time to invest money into things that you think are valuable to you you just really love cheap things like you know like inexpensive things you'll spend money on things that are quality um but you're not like i don't know you're not a miser with your money you're both very very generous especially if you get things on rebate and then you just get to give them away you're like hey i got you this present and i love watching people's face but like little do they know i got it for free (laughs) it's still a great feeling (laughs) okay so but with that um sometimes they know you got it for free (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair like one time i got like 12 containers of grape jelly for free and then i gave them out to everybody and they totally knew i got it for free (laughs) which is fine it's fine it was good it was italian imported grape jelly it was very good anyways okay so um stop watching tv and being online when we did this we did not have a tv that was something that we actually like thought a lot about when we got married and we're like we don't need a tv because we need to be out and moving around and this is not something that is productive for our lives right now and yeah we watched movies but we did it on our computer or whatever um but for the most part we didn't have a tv in our house until this year after we like almost at the very end when we got it for a really good deal on black friday 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and the only reason we did that is because we have children. <laughs> we were just like, they need to watch a little bit of TV. <laughs> okay. So, um, one month, you should tell them about why, why it's important to have a garden. Yeah. So gardens, um, I mean, there are many ways to go about doing this, but gardening is one of the ways that you can save a lot of money on produce. So, you know, over time, if, if you can, um, grow your own vegetables, um, what you can do is kind of, is freeze a lot of them. Mm. You can make stuff into sauces and use it for your own cooking. And that goes right into, you know, your pocket of saving money Hmm. and right into your student loans. So those are really good ways to um, save money. Hmm. I I think some of the other ways that that we save money uh, with food is um, honestly just going hunting or going fishing Hmm. and knowing that, okay, I'm buying this fishing license for this year and I'm going to make an effort to go fishing and, and actually catch fish to be able to um, feed our family for some of the meals during the year. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way to save money as well on food. So there's mm-hmm. many ways to do that. Yeah, so Joel shot a deer one year and we um, processed it ourselves, put it in our freezer. And from, what was it, November to February... We did not have to buy meat. Hmm. And that was a huge thing. And most people were like, well, what are you going to do with venison? Literally anything you want. <laughs> and we found some really good recipes. We use we used it as a substitute for beef. It really did not... If you process it yourself and you know how to do it right because you watched a YouTube video, surprise, um, you can... It tastes really good. Oh, my goodness. I was not a venison person before we processed our own. And wow. It saves so much money. And... It's like you're not getting a cow that's been sitting in a stall for like forever. And that's, it's way more organic, you guys. <laughs> okay. So another thing that um, I would recommend is when we're talking about, I wanted to go back to the gardening thing really quick because for all of you that are like, well, I live in an apartment, so that's not an option. Okay. We lived in an apartment too. And <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that we made a deal with She's an elderly passionate. couple. <laughs> You guys, get creative. Like, do not come at me with all of these excuses because I I will not stand for that. Be creative. We made a deal with an elderly couple where we planted in their garden and we helped them out with their garden. And guess what? We reaped so much benefits from that. One, because they loved us coming over and helping them with their their garden. And two, because we got a whole bunch of food. So, like, seriously, do not be afraid to talk to people about hey this is our goal did you consider this with us if we do this for you will you do this for us or whatever don't be afraid to ask to borrow something Mm. um this is something that we took actually pretty seriously but not and and what i mean by seriously is that we were responsible Mm. when we borrowed something because Mm. if you break it you better replace it Okay, but within that, when we talked to people about there was a time where some of our kids like they just really wanted to go snowmobiling like so bad. And I'm like not about to go buy a snowmobile or pay hundreds of dollars just to rent one for a weekend. 
but I knew a couple people that had them. And so I just called them up and was like, hey, I know this is really weird, but would you be okay with maybe taking my kids out snowmobiling one weekend? And they were totally fine with it. And they were like, yeah, let's do that. Let's make a weekend of it and all this stuff. And they had a great time. And it was a great opportunity to develop a deeper friendship with that family. Hmm. So know that borrowing something, maybe it's for a project where you have to fix something and you just need like a tile cutter. Then you bribe them with food. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like there's, there's definitely ways to do that. And when we talk about... Um, time is money substitute your time Hmm. because the reality is if you don't have money to spend on things you can take the time to personalize things whether it's making someone a birthday cake or um, I'm serious did you know it's like less than a dollar to get a cake mix (laughs) seriously you do not need to go to the bakery and buy one right now if you are on a budget okay Take the time to make it yourself and be a blessing to other people because that's that's what you can do if you're skilled at drawing or painting or whatever and you're like, well, I really want to do something else for somebody. Ruthie is excellent at writing people cards. Th- those are all <laughs> yeah, those are all things you can do and it's just your time and mm-hmm. maybe a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So think about those aspects of like it makes it makes your friendships even more deep and sweet because you take the time to invest in them and and not just throw money at them Mm -hmm. so okay we're gonna get into we're gonna have a whole nother episode because you guys are so much and we have so many more things to give you as recommendations but um we're gonna give you another ridiculous story um which ties into becca's last point of my card writing (laughs) so we used to do this thing um when we all lived at home with my parents uh called letters to roth (laughs) (laughs) i loved these they were so good (laughs) and in our last episode we talked about uh, the sister that's between becca and i her name is rachel poor poor girl she just got the worst of everything (laughs) and we her her nickname is roth and so we i started doing doing this thing called letters to Roth that I would I had this like stack of of just cards that I would write ridiculous letters as if she was doing an advice column in a newspaper yeah so I would write things like dear Roth my foot fell off (laughs) what do I do people keep telling me what are you talking about it's still attached but I'm just so afraid to look down how do I overcome this fear (laughs) things like that and then I would like leave them on her bed or like inside her pillowcase or at the foot of her bed like underneath so when she'd get in it'd be like all by her feet and then at first was like this is ridiculous you've got to stop doing this and then the beauty of it okay so first one time she wrote back and was like get over it (laughs) (laughs) to one of my cards I don't remember what it was but it was just like little things like that that I would just throw those in all the time but then I found a stack of them and she was just in the military like she's now home but she's like went for the National Guard and I sent them to her and to her friends in the military (laughs) explaining to them (laughs) this weird inside joke that we had in our family so then she calls me and is like why are all my friends getting letters to (laughs) Rob? And I was like, oh, let me tell you, I've got more coming. (laughs) 
Oh, man. So you literally, like, sent them to her friends to put under her pillow or something? No, just to give to them. I sent a bunch to Rachel, too, but oh. I just, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is the long haul. The prank for, is a long, the probably the longest prank I've ever pulled. Uh, we gotta, yeah. Next yeah. time we should tell them about our Christmas prank on her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I love okay. that. Um, if you like this episode, you definitely want to start following us on <laughs> our Facebook page. So go there. Business mm. Talk sister crack and we will really appreciate it if you like our page and follow our content see you next week